Welcome to That's Life, where look, weeks later, and still there's no end in sight to Israel's travel ban. That is correct. Seems like every American looks good and red, according to the Israeli government. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Ain't no end in sight. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network and the voice and face of Breaking Bread Oven on Instagram. New video being dropped today, so keep an eye out for that. And as many of you know, as Nachum and I discussed last week on JM and AM last Tuesday, actually, on Giving Tuesday, uh, this week is my last official week or my officially last week as general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I will be continuing as Nachum's personal manager, and I will, please God, be continuing this show and looking forward to getting that done, managing my new schedule. I'm going to ask for everyone's patience while I figure it all out, shall we say. But this week, I am looking forward to speaking to my guest, and I'm looking forward to speaking to my guest for next week. So we certainly have things in the hopper. We have things going on here. That's life. There's no end in sight to that as well. By the way, Giving Tuesday, a complete success. My thanks to everyone who participated. By Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning of last week, we had already exceeded 300 donors. Now, I'm sure that you know that Nahum kept on discussing and pushing people of different uh, donor levels, sponsor levels, etc., to do what they can and give what they can. So if you have not yet donated, if you have not yet donated and you still want to, well, certainly we appreciate that, but if you have not yet donated and you'd like to, you can still go to the website. You can go to nachumsegel.com. You can click on the link there at the top. That banner, my thanks to Avrami, is big. It's right there. It says click here to donate. Please do me a favor. We haven't hit our goal yet. We are not discouraged. We're being patient. A lot of these campaigns are, shall we say, impatient. We are looking at this as long ball and not short ball. So make sure to donate. Do what you can. We really appreciate it. Donations are still coming in overnight. Just because it, quote, unquote, ended last week, we really don't care. <laughs> we really don't care because these airwaves are ours, and we make sure that these airwaves are yours as well. So please do me a favor. Go to the website, nachamsegel.com. Donate what you can. Again, my thanks to everyone at Cause Match. You guys have been wonderful. My thanks to Yigal Siegel, who has certainly been a powerhouse behind this effort. And, of course, my continued thanks to Nahum. God knows every donation that comes in, whether it's on somebody else's team or in, in, in memory of someone or in honor of someone, it's really because every one of those donors is standing behind Nahum, just like we are. Also, I made the long ball, short ball uh, reference a second ago. Shout out to the Max. Yes, the YU Max have their big game tonight. Kudos to everyone from both uh, Illinois Wesleyan and from Yeshiva University who are committed to making this game happen. Yes, there's masking. Yes, it's at 70% occupancy in terms of the um, in terms of spectators being allowed to attend and participate. So my shout a shout out to Coach Steinmetz. Shout out to everyone at the Max. And uh, here's looking to tonight's event, and I look forward to watching it on Max Live. I know that other platforms are being um, 
other platforms are being promoted in terms of where else you can watch the show. But I just want to make mention that, first of all, Yoshua Siegel will be calling the game tonight. Yoshua Siegel, frankly, is one of the reasons that I love watching these Max games because he is so good at this. So a shout-out to Yoshua Siegel and Taikiva Poppers and to everyone at Max Live. I'm sorry I forgot the name of the gentleman who will be doing the color commentary tonight. I do apologize. But um, Max Live is constantly covering every single Max game. So even though, even though, yes, it is going to be covered on another platform, I should say it will be simulcast tonight on another platform, know that everyone at Max Live is there every single game. That's right. No matter who is promoting other platforms, Max Live is there every single game. Let's do the national holidays. First of all, today's national holidays are pretty schwach. <laughs> They're pretty weak. So I literally went to tomorrow's because tomorrow is December 31st. And as celebrated on the Gregorian calendar, it is New Year's Eve. Now, yes, do me a favor and, and hold the whole it's not Arab Rosh Hashanah thing. Let's just play with the, you know, the Gregorian calendar, the secular calendar, the way we usually do. So tomorrow, it is Make Up Your Mind Day. I guess for those people who are on the fence about things, yeah, it's the end of the year. Just make up your mind and do it. There you go. Make up your mind and do it. So tomorrow's Make Up Your Mind Day. It's also National Champagne Day. Very lovely. It's New Year's Eve. That it is. It's Universal Hour of Peace Day. Folks, if you can find an hour of peace tomorrow, I really give you a tremendous amount of credit. People's homes right now are crazy. The schools are crazy. The situation is crazy. Yeah, if you can find an hour of peace, because it's also World Peace Meditation Day. If you can find an hour of peace and an hour to meditate on, an, on a Friday, I mean, really, props to you. Um, it's also No Interruption Day. I'm not exactly sure what that means, because Friday is only filled with interruptions. Let's do, you know what that crinkle means. Let's do the fortune cookie. Today is the last fortune cookie of 2021. I'm sure that's significant on some level. Um, yeah, it's so significant that this fortune cookie has no fortune. Yeah, that basically, folks, <laughs> that's 2021 in a fortune cookie. 2021 in a fortune cookie is a fortune cookie without a fortune. Yes, yes. Well played, Confucius. Well played. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I am I am very excited to uh, welcome Ellie Schiff, or Elliot Schiff, as he is known professionally, to That's Life. Ellie Schiff has a voice that you might be familiar with. You just don't realize it. He's a Woodmere boy. He grew up in Woodmere. He grew up in the five towns. He is married to a former student of mine who's been a guest of mine before, Shari Pear. They moved to Los Angeles where Ellie decided that he wanted to become an actor. We are totally going to talk about this in a second. He dove full-time into voiceover work and has been working in it ever since. Now, after being in L.A. for 14 years, like good New Yorkers, they came back. That's right. They came back to the East Coast just a few months ago, and they're currently living in Teaneck, New Jersey. And Ellie has been making these social media rounds for very, very good reason, because besides the fact that he, on many levels, is an excellent representation of the Jewish community, he, in fact, won a number of distinguished awards just last week. Ellie, good morning. Hi. Thank you for having me. Totally my pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Welcome back to the East Coast. <laughs> Thank you. Still adjusting to the cold weather. <laughs> oh, come on now. It really never leaves you, does it? <laughs> uh, 
You know, it's funny because my kids were so excited. I, I told them, you know, when it's 32 degrees, it could snow. So they kept looking at the thermometer as it went down and down and down. And they're like, oh, it's 30 degrees. It's going to snow. I said, well, it has to be cold and rain. You know, right. you have to see. <laughs> it doesn't just snow. <laughs> right. It doesn't just work. It was funny. I was having a similar conversation with my kids the other week who were like, wow, you know, with this rain, if it was colder, it would be like it would be a blizzard. I'm like, yes. And so we appreciate the snow, but we also appreciate when the snow doesn't make it and just keeps terrain. But I noticed. Oh, certainly. Yeah, certainly. I noticed, by the way, that one of the things about you you uh, enjoying back on the East Coast is the good running weather. Yeah. I mean, I started uh, getting back into running again around October time, and it's been pretty nice out. I mean, all things considered. We really haven't had a lot of that icy, cold, rainy, you know, awful weather to run in and even even this week it's not been the most you know pleasant with the with the rain and all that but it's not too bad no it's certainly not los angeles but let's talk about la for a second so you moved to la with the hopes of like many of going into acting now before you even leave new york i have to understand i have to picture in my mind what this conversation was like between you and your parents because no (laughs) no jewish parent no jewish mother wants to hear mom i want to be an actor oh no for sure not uh it was definitely a very stressful time for i'm sure for my parents and also for me but it was one of those things where it's like i got to try it now i was 24 i had been working in accounting for two years and it just i was miserable and I just like, I love acting. I'd been doing it through high school and college. Um, and in New York, it was all about theater. You know, right. the, the, you know, most places, most people are striving to get to Broadway, you know, in, in New York. That's, that's the kind of like the, the top of the ladder you're getting to. Um, but with Shabbos, it was almost impossible because, you know, Friday nights and Saturday matinees, I don't know how it would have even been feasible to do it. So I was like, well, I'll try to, to go out to L.A., you know, you can film whenever, right? You don't right. necessarily have to have an audience unless maybe it's uh, a comedy, you know, television show. Um, so I figured, okay, maybe I can make it work. And when you're first starting in um, – you, you're, you're kind of doing whatever projects are coming your way. And a lot of that was student projects. And they would get the rentals would be you get it on Friday and it's a one-day rental to return it on Monday. So they'd get an extra couple days out of it. So almost always they were filming on weekends. And so I kind of realized on camera is going to also be very difficult. Um, So over time, um, Sherry and I discussed it. And, you know, you know, she's an artist. So for me, it was, you know, she kept supporting me. And we discussed uh, voiceover. And it was one of those areas that I just I, I really enjoyed it from the beginning. But I didn't know if I could make it work. And around the time that my son was born in 2012, um, we, we had, you know, I decided to really go at it full time, like really take classes and get to meet people and understand how the business worked because it is a business. It's show business, you know, right. people think of it as just fun and, and it can be, but we, you kind of have to really learn how the business operates. So um, over time in, in about 2017, so it took about uh, five, six years until from, from all the training and the, the uh, learning and understanding. Um, so in 2017, I decided to really go full-time into it. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. You know, I, I we got to take a second to give Shari a tremendous amount of credit. First of all, 
God knows, oh, totally. God knows it helps that you're married to an artist because only somebody with an artist mentality and an artist's heart would understand leaving the stability, maybe boredom, but leaving the stability <laughs> of accounting to say, I, I'm, I, I, I love this. I love this. I well, don't love be, that. To be fair, I did leave accounting before we were even dating. So this was <laughs> ah, a long okay. time earlier, but she did stick with me. When I was like, okay, it's time to leave this other job that I was at, and you know, and and, and the truth is, I was working full time so she could do freelance for a while, and um, at a certain point, we, you know, she she encouraged me to do the same. Right. So she got a full time job, and I and I pursued the voiceover um, work, and you know, thank God, so far so good. <laughs> yeah, I would say so far so great. I mean, these awards that you were that you were recently. Um, I would say one bestowed, etc. Your um, mm-hmm. the acceptance speech on Facebook, the publicity that you're getting, the I mean the ear to ear smiles, both of the uh, from both of you of these pictures that when you're accepting your awards, it's not just one award, it's two awards. I mean, let's let's talk for a second about the validation you must have felt when you heard your name. I, I was in complete shock. In fact, I didn't even write anything until like. 20 minutes before we went, Sherry's like, you know, you might win. You should write something down. I was like, nah, I'm not going to win it. You know, like it was people, people say it's so cliche, but people say, oh, it's an honor to be nominated. And it, it absolutely <laughs> is. I mean, you really don't, don't realize how much it means just for someone to say you're, you're good enough to be amongst your peers. You're, you're, you know, selected from, from all these other people who, who were submitted for this award. You were, you're nominated. You're one of five people were nominated for an award, which is amazing. Right. Um, and so, like right before, I, right before I left, I literally wrote down her name and the kid's name. So I was like, I'm gonna forget if I ever do get called up there. Cause my brain, you know, like you blank out. <laughs> like I, I was in complete shock. Um, um, but it was, it was one of those moments where, gosh, I mean, you, you work and you work, and, and I'm sure you know. Also, people hear you on the air. But there's a lot of work that goes into before you get on the air and after you're off the air. Um, so there's a lot of work that goes into to making anything happen, even just to, to be considered for a job. You know, I audition all the time, right. and it's, it's almost a full-time job in and of itself. So um, when you get the job, it's, it's exciting. And then just for people to say, oh, you're doing a good job at what you're doing, it's, it really just means so much. And then, of course, let's go back to your parents. So you win these awards. And by the way, of course, <laughs> you and I both know you can win whatever award you want. Your kids are not going to care. It's not that they don't. It's not that they don't love you. It's just that they're kids. So what happens? Yeah. What happens when your parents? When you tell your parents you've won? <laughs> it's funny. My dad actually wrote back. Really. <laughs> 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 the truth is he was trying to get on to watch the broadcast. There were problems initially with the broadcast because so many people apparently went on this year to watch it that it, it crashed for a few minutes and then eventually went back on. But my, my, um, this, this whole awards thing was, I mean, there were over 100 awards. So there were, it was like three and a half hours long. And mine was one of the first ones called. And it was back-to-back. I, my, my two awards were back-to-back, the ones that I won. Um, the third one came later and I didn't win it, but, you know. I'm happy with you. Don't worry. Right. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like I, I didn't think you were complaining. That's totally. No, fine. I was even happy just to win one of them. Um, the, the um, but but I don't think they got to see it because you know they're waiting for it to come and then didn't work. At, you know, so 
uh, when I told him I won, he was then, and he said, "Really? He he didn't know if I was joking with him or not." Oh, that's <laughs> but funny. they were very excited. I mean, I, I got I got calls from from my parents, from from family and friends, and all that from all over the place, and it was so nice how supportive and you know truly truly how excited everybody was. You know, it was nice to see. Yeah, no, and and trust me when I tell you, it's nice to see, it's nice to see nice people do well. But it's also it takes a moment to to appreciate the fact that you're still wearing your yarmulke while you're accepting this award. And I'm not I'm not casting aspersions on anyone who decides not to wear their yarmulke. That's not what this is about. This is about right. you. You made a personal decision that. You are, you know, you're you're not sacrificing your Shabbos and you're not sacrificing this even for your dreams. You're not sacrificing all of these things that you're going to stick with with the, with the way you were brought up and you're going to wear your yarmulke when you um, when you accept these awards. And frankly, that, you know, you you sent me your bio with the name Ellie and not Elliot. And so I, I yeah, I, I want to I want to take a moment just to appreciate all of those things, because don't think they were lost on any of us who've been paying attention. They certainly weren't. Well, I really appreciate that. And, and the truth is, it really is basically second nature. I feel like everybody uh, who's, you know, who wears their keeper, it just you, you wake up, you put it on in the morning and you go about your, your everyday life. You know, and that that's kind of how how I go about things. I mean, it doesn't, it, you know, the the good thing about voiceover, and one of the main reasons I was able to 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 um, stick with it, was because it is so flexible in terms of Shabbos and the Chagim. I mean, there have been maybe a handful of times over the years where I've not been able to do a job because it was on Shabbos or because it was, you know, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I had one job that. They asked me to record, and it was Rosh Hashanah. I was like, don't you guys know what Rosh Hashanah is? <laughs> and I feel like that of all the holidays, okay, Sukkot maybe not, but Rosh Hashanah, I, I would have thought they knew when that was. But anyway, um, we, we, you know, most of the times it's not an issue. Um, there are certain genres like uh, promo where they sometimes need it, and it goes on the air like an hour later. And that's, mm. But that's unusual. You know, if, I, if you get an animation project or a, a video game, um, I, I do a lot of work in audio description also, um, most of the times they give you, um, you know, options for windows when you can record. So it's not usually like we need it right now, you know? Right. So. right. so let's talk for a second though, about the society of voice arts and sciences. Cause frankly, n- most people are not familiar with that association, but that is, let's say the governing body of the voiceover or voice acting work that you do. Right. They, they run something called the Voice Arts Awards, um, and, and it's, it's been called like the equivalent of the Oscars, um, you know, for, for voiceover. Um, and they do some really great work. They bring attention to a lot of different things. This year, I, I mentioned audio description earlier. This year, they, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with audio, audio description, but they, um, for TV and movies and, and all sorts of um, media um, and even educational videos, um, they, there are for example, there are a lot of people who are visually impaired or blind. Um, just as you might have closed captions for people who are deaf um, or hard of hearing, so they have um, the equivalent. It's called audio description, so that there's accessibility for people who are mm. who are blind or visually impaired to enjoy the same media or educational videos. Um, and so this was the first year that they actually um, had a an award for those kinds of descriptions. Um, for the narration. And, you know, it was so nice 
that they've started to include so many different um, types of uh, people and and uh, given ex- accessibility to people who might not have been able to uh, enjoy something before. Uh, they also had like all different languages. There was um, Spanish and Portuguese and wow. even Arabic. Um, so it wouldn't be surprising if there were a Hebrew one one day. That's amazing. And did you find at the event that night, at the awards event, that people were receptive of you or that your being Orthodox was totally irrelevant to them? Um, sort of both. I mean, people were just very friendly. I find that in general, voiceover people are friendly. And it, it was a um, it was a celebration. You know, it was a, it was a celebration of, of work that people have done um, and, and, and come together to enjoy each other's work. Um, so, I mean, people, some people were, were like coming over and saying shalom and, and, um, some people were, were, were excited, you know, that, you know, that I was proudly Jewish there. And that was, that was really nice to see. But most people were, were like, I don't think it occurred to even say anything to them, to them to say anything. Um, they were just, they were just friendly voiceover people, you know? Wow. That's great. That's really, really great. You know, it's, um, it's it's something to appreciate, you know, number one, that you've received these awards, but also for the work that you did that was awarded. I mean, these are these are Disney features. Yeah, D- uh, Disney promos. Yeah, they were a lot of fun to work on. And uh, I was lucky. My friend uh, Ryan Clark uh, was, was the producer. He he hired me for those. Um, one of them, um, the one of them he had reached out to me directly and the other one I auditioned for. Um but it was it was just such a blast to work on them, and that's why I was just like, okay, you know, I, I was not expecting to win. I just the fact that these the awards um, celebrated us by by bringing us here and 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 enjoyed what we had done. That was so nice, you know, because he he is such a phenomenal guy, and and I was I was so excited to work with him. And have more. Um, and has your phone been ringing off the? Not from your family members. Not from your grandmother. Has your <laughs> has your agent's phone? Has your phone been ringing off the hook since? Well, the crazy thing is, this happened like right at the end of the year. So this time of year, the the whole industry basically shuts down because it's you know mm. right around the holidays and and the end of the year and things start back up in in January. So you know, I've been I've been reaching out and contacting people and. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've got a couple things coming up, so that's exciting. And I will say I have gotten messages and, and, um, been in contact with a couple of people who, um, who are from people who are interested in, in doing this and, uh, kind of explaining where I came from, how I got to where I am and trying to help them also, which is really exciting. Well, that is really exciting. And the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, I would say until these awards were bestowed upon you, Jacob Steinmetz was the most popular after graduate that anyone has heard of in the last number of months or years. But now... Well, I lived around the corner from, from the Steinmetzes growing up. Oh, I know that because I know exactly so where you live. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and if and if your parents listen to this interview, you should just know that your father is is literally one of the hidden gems of the Young Israel Woodmere and a story that I will tell you about your father's kindness to my daughter. He didn't even realize he was doing it. It was so second nature for him, but I'll tell uh-huh. you I'll tell you this off the air, but your pa- I mean, you you come from good stock. I'm I'm very lucky. You know, we talked about my parents earlier, and and your in-laws, you know, and of course, and, and your in-laws, yes, of no, course. Yeah, no, of course, both of them are are wonderful. <laughs> and th- what I was going to say is that everyone, my my parents, even though they were nervous about me going and and you know, 
going off the derrick they they were so supportive you know throughout this whole time and and my in-laws too <laughs> can you imagine that you know your son-in-law who's who's you know your your daughter's marrying is is wants to be an actor it's it's not like most parents want to hear that i don't think no um i imagine and, not. Uh, right <laughs> don't put so, that they, don't put that on a shidduch don't put that on a shidduch resume yeah right <laughs> well maybe now people can maybe they know now that, that that this is something that you can do um, I know that it's not the easiest path, but you know when 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 I started in accounting, it, you know everything was pretty stable. And then a couple years later, it was 2008. I think the the market crashed, and I know at Deloitte, where my sister worked, they laid off a, a bunch of people. Um, so you never know what career is really going to be stable. A hundred percent. And by the way, and just to give you more credit, it it also it didn't come overnight. There's a tremendous no. amount of hard work. People need to, you know, I mean, we're running out of time, and I'm, I'm getting dirty looks over here about the fact that I'm not paying uh, no. attention to the clock. <laughs> but uh, but the bottom line is is that people think that you basically move to L.A. and you get a job as an actor, or you move to New York and you get a job in theater. That's not what happens. That's not no, what happens. No, there's a lot of work involved. And that's what I was saying earlier. There's a lot of training just to be on par with the people you're going to be, um, you know, sending in auditions with. You know, I, you know. I, nowadays, I, I'm I'm auditioning for uh, cartoons and and commercials and video games or whatever it el- else it is, um, and you have to be as good as the other people mm-hmm. who are doing it. And these are people who have been doing it for years. Wow. So just to even get to the point where you're getting the auditions is a lot of work. Well, you know, not let and and then you have to be on par with them or at least stand out enough. Because I've been to a workshop where where casting director says, "Yeah, we get about you know two to five hundred auditions for a main character in a Disney show. I'm like, wow, wow. two to 500. And then they got to listen to every one of those. Wow. But if you're not good after the first two seconds, they're on to the next one. Well, Ellie Chef, I got to give you credit because right now you are the standard bearer and people are looking at you and saying, I have to be as good as him. So Kola, oh, wow. Kola Kavod to you, continued Hatzlacha, continue just, you know, being a proud Jew in an environment and in an industry that, it takes a tremendous amount of guts to do that in. So, Kolokavo to you. I can't wait to see, please God, your next awards, um, or your <laughs> next award speech. Regards to the entire family, and of course to your lovely wife. And uh, and yeah, keep in touch. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. This is really a pleasure. Absolutely, my pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And folks, just to give you a quick live lunch preview, last night I was at the UN Grill for an absolutely delicious dinner. I have to tell you all about it during the live lunch, so I hope Nachum will give me just a few moments to... It's not a rant. It's not a rant. It's a plea. Let's put it that way. It's a plea on behalf of restaurants and restaurateurs. But a full day of programming continues after... That's life. Nachum Siegel hosts the live lunch beginning in just a few moments, of course. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. Encore of JM Rewind at 4 p.m. Arab Shabbat Show hosted by Mark Zomik brought to you by our friends at Kedem at 7 p.m. And, of course, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., join Nachum as he hosts JM in the a.m. Arami hosts Saturday Night Siegel, Matzei Shabbat, 9 p.m. Matis hosts JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to close today with Gershon Varoba's Up to Jerusalem. Why? Because that's where we were supposed to be this week. That is correct. We were supposed to be there. But as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, this trip was canceled nine times. That is correct. So, Libiba Mizrach, Up to Jerusalem by Gershon Varoba. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.
As I was walking down a dark and lonely street, a car came along and pulled up by my side. And inside was a rabbi with a long white beard. He said, son, I'm going to take you for a ride. Why don't we go up to Jerusalem? Oh, up to Jerusalem, yeah, up to Jerusalem with me. Hop a plane, sing along, sing along with me. 